So the Brandard Group is suing EA Sports for tortilla. Oh my God, torches! I don't know how to say it. Tortillas, 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 tortillas. I'd say tortillas interfere. Okay. Okay. Palmer, if you make this the thing, I'm gonna be so pissed. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, The Name Image Likeness Podcast, where we are dedicated to covering the NIL world. I'm Wheeler. And I'm Chrissy, and we serve on the NIL team at VictoryFi. VictoryFi creates web applications, and we offer software built by Wheeler and our team that monitors NIL compliance and education, and we have a platform for student-athletes to create their own merch Our framework platform partners with athletic departments to teach student-athletes how to manage money earned through NIL. Hint, hint, it's a financial literacy software, and how to navigate the NIL world. Our Nilly.io platform is the easiest way to NIL. It allows student-athletes to build their own custom merchandise. You can check that out at N-I-L-L-I-E.io. That's right, Nilly.io, N-I-L-L-I-E dot I-O. And yeah, go check it out. We'd love for you to show some support. Reach out to us if you have any questions because... You know what? Sometimes things are new and you need some help and we're here to help. Yeah, we are here. Cool. Well, we did another pitch competition. We can't get out. We're obsessed. Yeah. You know, we uh, we, we did it. Actually, Chrissy went solo on this one um, and she did so amazing. So amazing that we actually won a $10,000 prize. Yes, we did. We got Crowd's Choice. Um, the judges still don't like us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the people do. The rock bottom, baby. Yes. We're the people's choice. <laughs> the people's choice. Um, we actually pitched our Girl Scout web app. It's called GS Moneyville. If anyone wants to check that out, go to gsmoneyville.com. We're transitioning from our old web app to this, so you can kind of see a work in progress. Um, but it was really cool. It was a competition um, for female founders and um, it, just minority founders in general. It was pretty neat. There were four contestants. Uh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So two contestants won. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're selected. That was one of the one two. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you bounced back. It's, it's a real underdog story. Bounced back from the resiliency of the disappointment from our last pitch. <laughs> Uh, we learned a lot. You did an amazing job. Do you have any tips that you uh, want to talk about? Absolutely not. Absolutely. I feel like I have no idea what the judges were looking for. You know, we... we <laughs> I have no idea. You addressed what was left off last time. Yes. However, I don't think that matters. Yeah, yeah. It's complicated. I honestly have no idea. I have no idea. We're thankful for the event. Very thankful. It was super cool. Um, so thankful for everyone that came out. Um... I've just been really busy lately, so I didn't really like tell anyone about the event. We've just had a lot going on, and you kind of let some people know, and then everybody showed up for us. It was really cool, so I'm super thankful for that. Uh, yeah, I'm proud of you. You did a great job. Also, um, our friend Will from 3.T's, yes. he's involved with the winning project. Yes. It was him, and he's in there. It's called Pocket. It's an app um, with Performer C- Pocket. Performer Pocket. I apologize. Yeah, Performer Pocket is with CJ, the DJ. He's a local MC out of Savannah and iHeartRadio and all over the place. Um, the guy's really well known. So it was, he did a, um, he has plenty of experience. He's an excellent pitcher. He's an excellent pitcher. So that was really cool. Like, um, so it was neat that obviously the two companies that I know in there. Yeah. One. So, so if so you're really in Savannah, neat. you want to get t-shirts made, um, go so see good. Will and Trish at 3.T's. Yes. They truly are just an amazing group. And, uh, 
They're so nice and fun to work with. Yes. They do they do a lot of our printing with Millie. They do. And actually they just got some really cool new equipment yeah, and we're about to, to really step up our printing. So I'm I'm super excited about that. So can we just go ahead and do that? Tell them right now. So if you right now, the whole print on demand world, oh there's, my gosh, there's yes. teas out there and you know, a lot of people are using Printful. A lot mm-hmm. of people are using Guten and, and like a lot of these fulfillment. Just mm-hmm. basically send your order in, it gets printed. You know, by sending it off to someone else, you hope the quality is great. You don't always have full control over it. But with what the new printer that Will and Trish oh, are bringing it's so in, nice. the quality is so amazing. It's the next level mm-hmm. of printing. It's like it's like you're doing um, screen printing feel where it's like vinyl press on there, mm-hmm. but it actually feels like it's part of the shirt. So it's not bundly and crunchy. It, it prints well. It washes well. Um, we truly are going to have the highest quality products being shipped out to any yes. student athlete. If that anyone gets on wants to work with us, I'm obviously we always want to work with everyone. I am so proud of these products that we're like going to offer. It's so cool. Um, and I just love work. Like Will and Trish are amazing. So I just like working with them too, but gosh, this, the quality of product is for this football season. The Grambling guys be, are about to get any Grambling fan. You go support your guys. Fam. Like Miles, watch out. Yeah, watch, watch out, for out for the Landon. designs we've been working on. It's it's so good. Um, wow, I'm so excited. We got some we got some great stuff. So is all of our other collective partners. Y'all, uh, let's set up some meetings and uh, get going on some new merch for y'all too. Really, really cool. It's so cool. Oh, uh Broadway Hannah. Broadway Hannah. So proud of her. Yes. Um, she we celebrated her. Actually, she was out of the country. During, when it was actually her one year with Victory Fi. But Broadway Hannah just appeared in a podcast, and we're recording this on a Sunday. It's actually going to drop tomorrow on Monday of this week, but when this comes out on Wednesday, it'll be out. She's in the Good Morning Market podcast, where she is speaking with the host about NIL and her work specifically with student-athletes, and she did such a good job. Um, you know, Y'all all know our office isn't that big. And for those of you who have actually come to our office, you definitely know it's not that big. <laughs> um, but, you know, we just, so we, we obviously got to listen into the entire interview and it was so cool. Yeah, she did she an did amazing great job. job. Great job, Hannah. Um, and she was very theatrical. Broadway yes. Hannah does it again. Yes, Broadway Hannah lives up to her name. Cool. All right, everybody. So this week we're going to be talking about our trip that was two weeks ago at this point to Atlanta for the One Nil Empowerment Summit. But before we get to that, We're going to read a few news and facts. Yes, let's go. News and facts. New York is about to join states like Missouri, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Texas by passing a new law that restricts punishment from the NCAA. I just feel like that's a trend. They're just like, cannot touch us. NCAA will handle the NIL things. Love it. So NCAA, just losing power every day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, you know, we had them on the the podcast recently. They're back in the news. The Brand R Group has filed a lawsuit against EA Sports. It's in the game. That was was me. That was not the actual splash screen voice. (laughs) The Brand R Group is suing EA Sports for tortious interference over the gaming company's attempt to retain players' rights while evading the Brandar Brandar's group's licensing contracts with more than 54 Division I institutions. And so I Googled Tortious Interference. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. All right, whatever. <laughs> it's just I'm, I'm at that point. And I found out that the, again, Tortious Interference is a common law tort 
allowing a claim for damages against a defendant who has wrongfully interferes with the plaintiff's contractual or business relationships. The lawsuit alleges that EA's promise to enter into direct agreements with TBG, the Brander Group, at all schools where the Brander Group has rights. But last month, EA contracted one team partners to facilitate college athletes' likeness. So they just skipped all around Brander Group. So Brander Group owns these relationships. They said they're going to go through them. And now they're going through one team partners, bypassing Brander Group, who already has these relationships established with all these D1 programs. And they're not happy. No, I mean... I want to know more about this. We need to get them... I don't think I can give a statement. I'm actually a little confused. So as we've mentioned like a little bit on the podcast before, you and I are currently going through the process of getting approval to do group licensing for for some merch. Um, And there's a lot that goes into it. And I just don't understand how EA is going around that. Like if the Brander Group is licensed to act on behalf of those schools to grant the rights, why could they go with someone else? Yeah. And especially it depends. Like, I mean, is one team, one team partners, are they also with the same schools? Like can a school have multiple affiliate yes, partners? I, I don't get that. Um, if they can, then I guess that might make sense. Like, but mm-hmm. then that just seems more work for the admin. So why would, why would you have two different Yeah. Like you have one to do it. Like, yes. I don't, I don't get it. Don't understand. And that's probably why the lawsuit's there. That is. Brander's like, no. what the hell? <laughs> The Michigan House is considering a bill that would allow college athletes to unionize. The bill would designate public university students participating in intercollegiate athletics as public employees who are entitled to representation in collective bargaining. It would reverse a 2014 law that explicitly excluded college athletes from the definition of a public employee, ruling out potential unionization rights among the athletes. Hmm. Something that we'll take note of. Yes. You know, I would really like to find an expert that, because this isn't the first time we've seen proponents of unionization mm-hmm. for college athletes, making them public employees. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can think of like obvious reasons why they would not want that. Like a school wouldn't just because like insurance and having to pay and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of money involved, but I want to hear the flip side, the argument for it mm-hmm. and, and what they're saying. We should find someone. If you know any experts on that, we'd love to have them on the pod. Yes. I'd love to learn more. Yes, please reach out. Contact at victoryfi.com. That's the, Send it our way. That's the address. So <laughs> let's get into the main segment. Let's do it. Okay, so we are just going to walk y'all through our trip to Atlanta. Um, I would say the only bad part was that we went to your favorite pizza place after the event and it was closed. Oh my gosh, guys. Jack's Pizza in Atlanta. Um Famous for the soul food pizza, for the sriracha bacon, you mac about and cheese. This since Reggie invited us to the event, I was so s- stoked. <laughs> uh, I was man, I was pumped for some Jack's Pizza, and we go there, and you know the place is already graffitied up. That's just kind of their style. Mm-hmm. And we get into the door, and the place is already so grungy that you, I still could, wasn't one hundred percent confident that it was shut down, <laughs> but it truly was. And um, we looked them up on Facebook; they just, I think they closed like. A couple to, days before yeah, we were a couple there, of a month. month. Yeah, yeah. it's a couple of months ago, and but they closed by just not opening the doors <laughs> again. They just nobody has Jax. any idea what happened. <laughs> um, but now you know the Jack's Pizza Group, they're over there putting out stuff like they're looking for franchising opportunities. So I think they're trying to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but I was disappointed. But one nil was not disappointing. No, one nil was great. So um, it was also at a really cool was at the Hyatt downtown. 
really, really cool. Number one, the hotel, I love the Hyatts that have those open glass elevators. I feel like it's like such a, look, a Hyatt look. I just really like yeah, that. Yeah, like the Willy Wonka elevators. Yes. So anyone else, if you're having an NIL Summit and you're having it at a Hyatt, please invite us because I, <laughs> I just like the location. We couldn't get Chrissy to stop riding the elevators. <laughs> we really took it all the way up and down. Um, but it was great. Uh, we got there. Obviously, loved all the refreshments. Then we'll actually get to the real stuff, but like great cookies. Good job, Reggie. Like all the little snacks and everything. That's always so fun. Um, but we just want to kind of walk through the agenda and I guess I'll read it to you, Wheeler, and then you tell me your thoughts and I'll join in. Perfect. So the summit started out, Reggie kind of introduced everything. He let us, we all sat down. He let us all know, you know, who the supporters were, who all was there. That was pretty neat. Um, for the most part, the people in attendance, just so, uh, y'all can kind of get like who we were talking to. It was a lot of, um, agents and people representing athletes and some in companies within the NIL world. It was pretty cool. And it was fun to kind of meet all those people. So we love that. Actually, this coming week, we're going to sit down and interview some pretty cool people who we met there. So you'll get to actually listen and hear more from them on the podcast. Um, but that's who the audience was. So we had the welcome address and then we had um, Denton's panel. So the One Nil Empowerment Summit, the One Nil app has partnered with Denton's law firm uh, to provide legal, guidance. not full advice, yeah, legal guidance. Yeah, they're, they were there for legal guidance. Mm-hmm. They're, they're basically there to guide athletes through all aspects of NIL, um, basically, and trying to ensure compliance. Yes, yes. And so they did a panel kind of addressing the importance of NIL rights, um, the rights involving like, as it's just changing, as this landscape is changing, they talked about how it's so new. And even though we talk about it every week, it really only has been around for like two years. So still pretty new. Um, they, because they're lawyers, um, they, we, I enjoyed speaking with them after, but I just feel like all lawyers are so doomsday, you know, like all lawyers are like, okay, this bad thing could happen or that bad thing could happen, which was helpful. Um, and they had good advice, but you know, they're like, yeah, they had a lot of experience. Lawyers know Lawyers know that they're paranoid. You know, yes, they just, lawyers are paranoid. Yeah, you, you, you know, you don't have a contract. A lawyer is sweating. Yes, just waiting for you to, you know, bill them. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but so they talked about that. Um, yeah, just talked about things you need to be aware of. They also took a lot of questions from the audience because, like I mentioned, there were a lot of people there who were representing athletes, and that was really important to them to get the legal piece. So that was great. So then we had another panel. Um, we heard from Dr. Ben. That was really cool. I loved he he spoke on several panels. Um, and for those that don't know his story, he was actually in prison during the civil rights movement. Um, and he attended Duke while he was in prison. And in the it, it was it, he is so impressive. Um, and then he went to Howard University. He co-founded the Hip Hop Summit, and he directed the Million Man March. He was just. I was just in awe. That was really cool to to hear everything he had. Cool, to say. calm, and collected, yes. and just uh, like a vet in the civil rights movement. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, that was yeah. Hearing him speak was really cool. That was so neat. Um, and then he also we also heard from Jason Landon, who's an entrepreneur, and he spoke about how excited he was in just learning that there can be more. Um, just I guess kind of the commerce side and the business opportunities now that there's. NIL out there that athletes can participate in. So that was pretty cool. 
Um, we also heard from Brian Woods, who founded the USFL, and Edward Davis, who's a sports agent. He was the quarterback at Virginia State. Um, and that was pretty cool to hear what they had to say. Brian launched sports properties and then sold them to Fox Sports. Um, and he said that he he was really talking about how like as the state of things are now that there are fewer scholarships available for high school seniors because because of the transfer portal they just like can't get in and so he kind of like brought up that problem and um he also launched a new league which this was really neat and that was fun you I want to hear I'd like for you to share your discussion with him because you could talk to him after um but he launched a new league in April and it's the Prep Super League um and so that was really cool he, and he brought up the fact that young high school athletes lack brand recognition. And so basically they don't have any value without their uniform. And currently the state of high school NIL laws, as we discuss every week, those athletes are not allowed to appear in their uniform if they're endorsing something. And so all of that. Um, But he was saying that his prep super league would allow the athletes to wear their uniforms. Um, So that was, that was kind of an interesting discussion about some potential workarounds in dealing with NIL on the high school level. Yeah, and that, and that just revolved around. Um, so the Prep League Super League was really cool. I'm still learning a lot about it, um, but they, uh, yeah, it's just for pe- athletes that they can't monetize while they're in the high school, basically, mm-hmm. or they not yet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a way for them to play sports in a different kind of like AAU style and monetize it outside of their high school sports, and um, it's complicated. High school right now is just, the, and that's where a lot of the questions were directed from, like people trying to represent high school athletes wanting to maintain compliance and there that's the ultimate question mark right now. Nobody really, it's, it's more complicated than, than it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he's doing some great things and he seemed pretty positive and motivated to get this thing going. They're going to be in a bunch of States um, all across the country. Um, and they're just uh, playing, you know, putting prospects together, changing teams up and, and having 11 on 11 games, just showcasing talent, not necessarily getting, you know, beat up in the off season. Yes. No, I think that's interesting. And I know he also said that he thought that his league allowing NIL on the high school level, just in terms of just the NIL piece, um, might even force the hands of some of the high school athletic associations, either to make them less restrictive or the ones that don't allow anything like in Georgia right now. Right. Like it would kind of like force them, Hey, all of my best players are actually going and playing in this league. And, you know, so see how that unfolds yeah he, he they, they took some not um it was interesting hearing their thoughts on like the the high school athletic associations and the, the power dynamics between what they can do mm-hmm. what they think they can do what they are doing and like where it's going to go and there's a huge power power shift possibly happening maybe not it just kind of depends um but yeah this whole nil thing at the high school level is super interesting to follow yes. yes absolutely um and then just one plug that i thought was really neat um, so Edward Davis, who was also sitting on that panel when Brian was was speaking, um, like I mentioned, he's a sports agent, was the quarterback at Virginia State. Um, he developed a sports agent masterclass. And I know a lot of our listeners actually have been getting a good number of calls from y'all um, who are agents of or acting in the capacity of an agent, not necessarily a full agent, but you're representing one or two athletes right now. Um, he has a sports agent masterclass. If you go to sportsagentmasterclass.com, this platform focuses on sales and marketing. Um, and he said that he was, he was just really candid and was talking about if, if you don't have a huge, huge budget as an agent, 
you're not going to get the big athletes, but you can do a really good job of managing a few people. Like maybe you're starting out with family, um, friends, something like that. And he was saying, you don't have to go to law school or take an exam to to do a really good job representing people. So he has, so sportsagentmasterclass.com, go check that out. That was pretty, pretty cool. Um, and he's, he's also just, that was fun talking with him after two. Um, so he's just also a cool guy. So yeah, just check it, it out. It was really cool hearing him say that he wanted to, if you're a high school, you know, friend of a prospect mm-hmm. and you're interested in doing this whole agency route, doing, you know, representation, he says like, don't, you don't have to wait until you're, you know, graduated, you're 30 or 40. Like you said, you don't have to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. He says, just go ahead and get started and learning the process. You have an opportunity there to start building up, you know, your skill set at a younger age, even in high school. Um, so we might see uh, some like high school power dynamics, you know, like a mm-hmm. uh, blue chip prospect coming out with his best friend who's a business savvy guy or girl. And, you know, they can start getting something going. Yes. Absolutely. No, so cool. I I just think that was really neat. And I love that they were kind of attacking that from, from different angles. That was super cool. Um, and then finally we heard from Jennifer Rodriguez. She brought the financial literacy aspect to the stage. Um, she, if anyone hasn't checked her out on Instagram, she's big business on Instagram, which is pretty cool. Um, and she spoke about money management, talking about economic disparity, Um, She founded Big Books Academy and she has students who are between like 10 and 20 years old. um, And she has 15 years of banking experience. And so she was discussing how athletes can manage their money to grow their net worth. So that was also obviously a really important thing. And since we have financial literacy on our platform, obviously we think that's super important. So I, I like that that was the end cap. That was pretty neat. Yeah, she's awesome. And mm-hmm. she's really great to speak with as well. I mean, everybody there was so exceptionally yes. nice. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody there was super eager with the same kind of motivation that athletes are the primary reason that they you know need assistance, they need help, they need to be protected. Um, all the all the things they're saying, there was no sense of like ex- exploitation of anything. It was oh all, my gosh, no. It was zero that. It was all just like, how can we make sure that we have put a platform together that provides these resources in one spot? Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess... You know, the drop, it's one nil.io is their website. And it's the number one and then nil.io. Yeah, so go check out the website. Go support them. Um, see what they're all about. And, you know, they could be a household name before you know it. They have some big uh, people behind them pushing. Uh, Reggie's done an amazing job assembling a team after having so a, proud, Reggie. Yeah, after having a kid, yeah, and go Reggie. He, he was acting like he took the whole, you know, took some time off, but then he <laughs> comes back and something even bigger and better. Just build this gigantic app, um, and then also you got to nerd out with was he a developer? Yeah, I can't remember his name, um, but yeah, amazing. There, there's there's like, there's some techie people there as well. Yes, yeah, so we um, had a really good time talking tech. I was just talking APIs. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, he's paying for this. But uh, we got it all figured out. No, that was that was really, really cool. So thank you, Reggie, for the invitation. We absolutely loved that. Again, if anyone else is doing anything, let us know. We will come. Um, we love supporting, you know, our name, image, likeness podcast family. And uh, really, really cool. So super proud of you, Reggie. That was really awesome. So should we wrap this up with some nillies? Let's do it. Okay. I would like to go first. Uh, mine is just precious. It's about a little wedding. Oklahoma's Ethan Downs is using his NIL deal with Precious Honeybees Florals to get flowers for his wedding. Uh, precious Honeybees Florals will provide all the flower arrangements for his wedding. And in return, he's going to promote the flower shop in advertisements and on social media. So cute. 
That is so good. And uh, that's uh, that's not a cheap NIL deal. No. You know, floral arrangements no, are... flowers are a gigantic part expensive. of your budget. Expensive. Good for you, Ethan. Because we saw how that worked out in Summer House, too. You know, yes. that, that the one girl came in and did... Uh, Whose wedding? It was Amanda and, Amanda and, Kyle. and Kyle's wedding. And now she's on the show and you know, it did wonders for her career. So yes. this right here, it does work. Yes. And um, and people are going to be talking about Precious Honeybees Florals. I love it. And it's an adorable name. That is cool. Um, what about you? What's your Nilly? Yeah. So we know we got local star Flage Johnson. She is set to perform at Jay-Z's Music Festival. That is really cool. The LSU basketball star will perform at the annual Made in America Festival which is headlined by SZA and Lizzo. I hope it is SZA. I'm not just dating myself. It's not I like, don't know. <laughs> it's not like Cezal. I don't know. I, just, I hope I didn't mess that up. <laughs> the lineup for the event, which will take place over Labor Day weekend, also includes Atlanta rapper Lotto, who features LSU's Angel Reese in her recent music video. So um, a lot of hype around the LSU's girls team. Flage is doing amazing things. Um, Jay-Z getting involved with these these, you know, athletes shows the, the possibilities for NIL mm-hmm. in different industries other than, you know, just food deals and, and basically social media promotions. Um, this is really cool. Yes. No, I, I love it. Excellent, Nilly. Excellent, Nilly. All right, everybody. Well, that sums up our podcast for the day. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to learn more about Victify's platform, visit Nilly.io. If you'd like to learn more about our framework compliance platform and financial literacy courses, visit victify.com. If you'd like to learn more about our favorite recent Nillies from across the country, we drop them daily. Follow us on social media. Yes, we have a new post. I would say almost daily now, maybe not every single day, but you can follow us on Instagram at name image likeness podcast or on Twitter at victoryfy NIL. Or if you want it all in one place, you can follow our drift. Also, please rate and review the podcast. Y'all are the best. See you next time. Take care. Name Image Likeness is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts. The show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer. Thanks to the team at Victory 5 for creating the content for this week's episode.